Hey guys, before we start the show today, quick update. Video is coming. Uh, hopefully within the next month here, we will have video live on the middle of somewhere YouTube page. Obviously, we will get you more information as we get closer to the launch date. But in the meantime, uh, head on over to our YouTube page and subscribe. And you can see the one time we did Cy Learned It a million years ago. Uh, but that'll be the home of weekly video for the podcast moving forward. Uh, like I said, we'll be launching hopefully in the next month or so. We are enthused. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? Thanks for coming back. Thanks for joining us. There's a little echo in this room because we've done some things over the weekend. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. Hi, Chad. Uh, I would like to begin today's program with a shout out. Big happy birthday. Shout out. to, And I'm going to preface this because I know how emotionally involved you get with phrasing. One of my non-Chad best friends, my, let's say this, my non-Chad best friend, Joel. Okay. He, oh boy. his son, <sighs> uh, his son has turned 16 years old and that's a big one for a young man. That is a big one. That's, that is a big one. When we were down for the Gurgamu championship and I don't remember what happened. Sure. But, uh, I was, we were driving back to the airport and I was driving and I was uncomfortable. I was really shifty in my seat mm -hmm. because I had the Gurgamu belt on. And Joel kept saying, this reminds me of my son when he's practicing driving. He's like, we, we, because he's shifty in his seat and I just, it's, it's scary. And I just remember having that conversation and, and, and shout out to Joel. And I, I hope that he got his driver's license um, and that's fantastic. It's that interesting intersection in a young man's life where yeah, freedom, this newly found freedom intersects with your nonstop attempt to find places to masturbate that a family member won't walk into. And sure. So I just want to say to this stay out of parks man those are government property and that is it's a federal that offense. is a federal offense you know fine you'll have to register as a sex offender yeah i mean so honestly here's here's what i was thinking was a driver's license is really a license to to finger bang outside the house yes absolutely and shout out to joel he doesn't have to deal with that shit anymore. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to sneak around. By the way, I know I talk about cats and dogs a lot, but um, do you? When a dog enters a room, he's just like, "Dup dup dup, hey guys, I'm here. Let's have a party." 
And cats are always like, I'm up to something. I'm about to slit your fucking throat behind you. I don't ever walk with any confidence. It's like I'm always walking on ice that's about to break. I, I don't fucking get it. They're creepy animals. And this is what I'm saying is now Joel can enter a room like a dog. Okay. He doesn't have to walk in like a cat anymore. That was a long way to go. For somebody who criticizes me a lot for tying things together that don't belong together, that was a long way to yeah. go to tie someone's son fingering to the difference between cats and dogs. But that is neither here nor there. I Hey, that's how I do it. There is a... And here's the thing. You're right. Finger in the car. Go be in the car. Go do what kids do in the car. And then once you turn 18, go find another place to do that. There is a sure. young couple, Chadley, at the gym that I attend that has a pool that I like to go in. Yeah. And the last oh, time no. I was there... Okay. and they. I, 20s i don't mean like 16 i mean they were in their early 20s they look like and i can only describe yeah. what they were doing as cuddle swimming where <laughs> you sure he wasn't rescuing a <laughs> drowning person that's what that sounds like to me there was a lot of spoon swimming where there was not a much paddling but they were more floating and holding one another and just kind of appearing mm -mm. At, the, at different parts of the pool where I went into the pool to do my exercises. You know how when a turtle goes under and you're like, where's the turtle? And then all of a yeah. sudden its head pops up over there. <laughs> like how to get over there. They would be, yeah. they would be caressing in one corner and I would do a set of water squats. And then I turn and go, oh my gosh, they're dry humping over by the disability stairs. It was... <laughs> I don't know. It's a level of PDA. It, maybe it was the unexpected location, but I don't know. If you, I suppose if you walked into a mall and saw somebody dry humping, it would feel the same way. It doesn't feel like the place. You can't, you can't cuddle in the pool. Yeah. And I don't want to be the old guy. My I don't want to be the non... So, I, no, I understand that. I mean, so my daughter, 19, and she sees strangers bump into each other and she's like, oh, fucking disgusting. <laughs> So she takes it to a whole other level. This is a really crazy thing to say, but I feel like we should win an award for this because in high school, I was in two bands. I don't know if you know this, but I was in two bands. One was called Disability Stairs and the other was called Set of Water Squats. And you just said both of the names in your story. And I feel like money should rain down on us because of that. There was a woman an old woman in the pool yeah. and she wanted nothing and she was doing her exercises. She wanted nothing more mm -hmm. than to catch my eye contact so we could share that. What the fuck is this moment? And I <laughs> yeah. didn't give it to her. I just wouldn't give it to her. I don't know if I was feeling like normally I love that moment. I love the dual judgment of another stranger, but there was, I was so right. off put by the PDA. I was like, I don't want to, I want everybody to be uncomfortable. I don't want to share. I don't want us to. I don't want us to reconnect with normalcy. I just everybody. Yeah. This this has has to be a horrible environment until somebody says something. I need an old person to go. Fuck at your house. Like I need somebody to just blurt that yes. out. Yes. Yeah. I would have liked to see you go under the water and turtle this old broad, like just <laughs> come up right by her and then start spooning her with consent with consent 
I have something to talk to you about. I'd like, if Joel's listening, mm-hmm. I got to go back to this for a second. What I'd like to see here is you go to a thrift store. Mm-hmm. You get yourself one of those little baby carriers, the, the car seats for the babies. You put uh, a bowling ball in it, and then okay. you make your son, every single time he leaves the house in that car, he's got to carry that thing out. He's got to figure out how to fucking hook the seatbelt in, make sure everything's fine. And he's got to take it out every time he gets out of the car. I would like to see that for just the first two weeks because that's going to settle down the finger banging and that's going to get the jacking off thing, the, those numbers, through the roof. And again, if you're listening, stay out of park. So just to be clear, what you're pitching is you want him to lift weights every single day so his arms get stronger. Just one arm. Just one arm so is going to look weird. His finger and arm? You want him to strengthen his finger and arm <laughs> by carrying a bowling ball like every... I understand what you're saying. I know we're doing the scared straight thing where you take care of an egg at your house, but I don't think... Don't right. don't make him a world-class fingerer on accident. It is weird to only strengthen his finger arm because then eventually he's not going to know. He's a young kid. He's 16. He's not going to know the uh, the full ability of his strength. And he's going to go full ventriloquist. And that's going to cause problems. Sure. You you don't strike me as a scared straight guy. You don't strike me as, well, no, that's not true. You do strike me as when it comes to keeping somebody not pregnant, you do strike me as that guy. I can see you. Well, I'm not a scared straight, but I'm not a scared straight guy. Like with my kids and stuff, it was all about uh, information Mm -hmm. and openness and that kind of stuff okay because but here's the thing i had all that information and i had all the guidance and i had i guess not a ton of openness about that stuff with my mom but still it was like you know i had a a child out of wedlock by the way biggest blessing ever if you're listening enemy of the church chad daniels child out of wedlock (laughs) enemy of the church one other thing before we speak about anything that actually matters on today's show, gym related, there's a guy who works out in the sauna. And I know I talk about the sauna a lot. I know. I understand. Don't know, message hold me. On for it's a, a second, part of my too. life. I do it a lot. I go there every day. It's part of my routine. Yeah. It's like, you know, you know, when a, a comedian will write a joke about an airplane, doesn't matter how funny it is. Like Tig Notaro has such a funny airplane joke. And people are still commenting on that clip. They're like, oh, let me guess. A comedian has an airplane joke. And it's like, sorry, you can't fucking afford airline tickets, you dirty bitch. Write a bus joke. You you twat. It's where we are all the time. I have to get... No one comes to my garage to watch shows, so I'm in airports. And I'm in airplanes. So how about you let me write a fucking joke about it? I There's a man who works out in the sauna and he likes to and he's wearing very short shorts that's neither here nor there but he likes to he likes to move it move it he likes to move it move it move it he likes to it's a big sauna okay it you could probably fit 10 12 people in there it's the ones that you see at the ymcas and stuff that have the the two levels right yeah so your, your head mm-hmm. is about at where an elderly man could drop his dick out if they are sitting on a shelf above yeah, you, if they're perfect. on the second sauna shelf. 
What? I'm always, I always go second shelf. I'm always on a perch. See, I'm lower I'm shelf. I'm like an eagle looking for prey. You're lower shelf? I'm lower shelf. I can't handle it. I'm lower shelf no. as close to the door as humanly possible because everybody treats this sauna as though it's a science lab for weird behavior. This guy <laughs> comes, there's a guy, Chad, who comes in. I, I, we're on the same sauna cycle. Uh, we, for some reason, if I'm there, and I don't know if he is just waits in the lobby eating pastries at the little gym cafe and I walk in and he's like, oh, okay, well, here we go. And just follows me in and just waits for me to get in the sauna. <laughs> but he comes in and it's a, it's a big sauna. It's got the dual perch and I'll have been in there for a few minutes and here he comes and he lays his little towel down with his little booty shorts and he's big and he's old and he shouldn't yeah. be in these little booty shorts. But and they have a drawstring and he sits down mm -hmm. and he'll, do he'll sit there for two or three minutes. And then after two or three minutes, he will undo his drawstring and while sitting, mm -hmm. slide his pants off. Right. Like a toddler yeah. that you tell to go to the yeah. bathroom and they go sit on the toilet with their pants on. And you're like, no, 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 Jeffrey. You have to poop into the toilet, not your pants. And then so they like reluctantly like shimmy their pants down. He does that and then sits naked. And sitting naked right mm -hmm. next to me when there's seats everywhere, that's an entirely other conversation. But I don't want to have to watch you slowly undress, especially when it's a drawstring. There, a drawstring is like, here it comes. Yeah. Undo the bunny ears. I, it's, it's a tough... <laughs> well... Let me put myself in this man's shoes, okay? I go to the gym and I think, I want to find someone that will make love to me in the sauna. I sit there, I'm eating bagels, whatever you're talking about. You walk in and I go, fucking bingo. Sure. I got him. This is a guy that has sex with other men in the sauna. <laughs> and so I follow you in and I sit there. And I, I sit above you because uh -huh. I'm the top. And you're the bottom and you're down there. Uh -huh. And then I see you shifting. I see you shifting. Now, in your mind, it's like, I'm trying to loosen up my shoulders. I'm trying to get comfortable. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, you're fighting a boner that's meant for me. Mm -hmm. And so when I see that, I slowly untie my it's an invitation. waistband. And I, I, I take my two thumbs only, two thumbs. I slip them in. And I start to slowly, like I'm, taking, like I'm taking the uh, paper off a cupcake, slowly as I can. Ugh. The guy who works out in the sauna, he lays, he doesn't lay a towel down. So he puts his hands on the upper perch and he puts okay. his feet on the ground and he does tilted push ups at oh. a pace that it's like a trainer said, Hey, your goal should be to have a heart attack. That's what we're trying to accomplish. The pants? Is this guy no, wearing this pants? Is, this is a guy, is, yes, this is a guy. He's, this guy is in, he's in shorts. This is a different guy okay, gotcha. in shorts. I just got sidetracked with sexual undressing guy who even if you're going to do it, they're going to that corner. And then maybe that means we make accidental eye contact, but we are right next to each other. Yeah. This is, we're bus seat partners yeah. in an open sauna. But workout guy, <laughs> workout guy does these like heart attack slanted push-ups. And then he okay. lays flat on the bench and does like these rapid ab movements that I, they can't be beneficial. He's going so fast and he's breathing so hard. And I, you know, I am pretty against the death penalty, right? But okay. this is, 
fuck, shoot this. Nope. Let's do a little much. <laughs> nope. I'm going to. That's not the death penalty. That's murder. Yeah, I'm going to reel it back. Here's what I think. If you. If you work out in the sauna, like if you work out, that's fine. But the rule is your significant other gets to come to the sauna and look around at the other people okay. who have to sit in the sauna with you while you're working out in the sauna, a place where other people are like, ah, I had a long day. I want to sit next to this old mm -hmm. Pakistani man who's going to take his drawstring off sexually and relax. So... If you're gonna if you're gonna <laughs> pump it up, pump pump it up in the sauna like that, I think your partner should get to come there, look around at everybody else, and be allowed to cheat on you with somebody in there if they want without repercussions. That's the rule. That's the sauna rule. Interesting. Yep. If I if if I go to the sauna and you're in there, Chad, and I start yeah. pumping it up, Jenna should get to come there. And decide yep. whether or not she wants to cheat on me with anyone in there. Free pass, hall pass. You have to. That's okay. how. That's how well, good of a person you have to be. You have to be so good that your partner's like, I would never cheat on you, even with a hall pass. If you're that good of a human, go ahead. Sure. Do your fucking push-ups. That's interesting. Um, I would not like to be in that situation. I would not like to be in a sauna. I would not like to be there where a woman's looking around to see who she gets to have sex with. That seems very uncomfortable. Yeah, I didn't play the scenario out, did I? <laughs> I was more... Because <laughs> just like, just looking down in my own puddle of tit sweat and just going, I've got a girlfriend, I can't be on the list. <laughs> I have, I, yeah, I was so focused on punishing the, yeah. the worker outer. I didn't really play out how that scenario would. Yeah, great call. Because you, you know there would be some kink couple that would, the, the woman just like puts on her best matching panty bra set and she goes, Harold, get your sweatsuit. You're going to do push-ups in the sauna. Mama wants to fuck today. <laughs> you can tell he doesn't normally go in the sauna. He's got on like two headbands and he's not doing any of the exercises right. <laughs> right. Like something's something's amiss right. here. He's just he's just both feet on the ground and he puts one foot up on the perch <laughs> and then down and then one foot up again and down. And she's like, "Oh god, this is dumb." But rules are rules, boys. <laughs> Raise your hand if you're in. And then just, <laughs> hello. The, there's a comedy club you and I both love. And in that, they share a complex area with a bar. And yeah. the bar and the comedy club share a parking lot. And I don't go into the bar. But speaking of kinks, I don't know what happens in there. But the last, people are going to think I'm exaggerating. But four times I've been to that club, I've walked out and somebody's been getting their dick sucked in the parking lot in a giant pickup truck. Different truck every time. So it's either one guy with a bunch of trucks who has no problem picking up gals at this bar or I don't know. It's some sort of come on down and... It's a swinger bar. Is it a swinger bar? It's uh, It's got to be a swinger bar. Well, I think so. And also... The reason the trucks are different is because I don't know if you are on the app Suck Truck, but it's like Airbnb <laughs> sure. for trucks where you can get, get blowjobs. Blow and it's just it's just Suck Truck. But 
so when I was at that club, uh, a couple left and they go, we're going next door. Are you showing up? And I was like, I don't think so. I heard, uh, I heard it's become like a, like a key party bar. And, uh, they were like, yeah, you should bring your keys. And I was like, anyways, have a great night. And thank you for being at the live stand-up comedy program. You know, I'm freaking out in my mind when I say live stand-up comedy program. Yeah. That's, you're having a meltdown. See, I didn't even know that. I just, <laughs> yeah, I just thought I was like, what are, what are the odds that I'm walking by four Toby Keith blowjobs consecutively? <laughs> It's just I figured it was some sort of advertising campaign. Like, come on. Hey, y'all. Come on down and you can unbutton your... And I do mean unbutton because you wear the jeans with the buttons and the pack, you know. Unbutton your jeans, shimmy them down, and somebody will uncomfortably oral you inside your vehicle. <laughs> and then... A, if you walk out... If, <laughs> and then a comedian who took three years off and is trying to reintroduce himself to the art form and is very insecure after bombing and questioning a lot of not only his present but his past will walk by and catch way too much of a fella's stomach because he's taller than other comedians. And don't matter how much your truck is jacked up. <laughs> he's going to see your belly button while you're getting sucked off. Dude, pick someone with longer hair. Slide the hair over your belly button. I like, I, I just, here's the rule. I got to stop walking by trucks. Cause you know, you, in that parking lot, you walk through the rows, right? So you like walk past people's doors right. and it's almost like, ah, I did yeah. it again. But there's so many trucks. It's Ohio. I don't know. At this point, it seems like you're searching it out. I mean, I just, here, here's what I think. It's like, oh, hey, look, Cy forgot where he parked again. And you're just walking through every row looking in the truck windows. <laughs> Just. that's what it seems like to me because i gotta tell you something if i walked out and i saw four different blowjobs and four different trucks on four different trips i would be like where's the hunger games tree cam that's following me around so everyone can watch my life and my ridiculous reaction to this that's fair so that's real you heard it was a swingers bar or are you making making funny time no no no. yeah so, I okay heard, I, uh, when i got there a couple people were like, you going next door? Because just so you know, before you do, it's changed over there. Interesting. And I was like, how has it changed? Like new, like a new parquet dance floor? And they were like, no, 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 no. Couples exchange partners and have sex in the parking lot. And I was like, okay, I'll be drinking at the club. The, you, how would you fare in a, I, I feel like there's no one less meant for that situation than you like a partner swap yeah this is twofold okay number one i could not live with myself no matter what if i had written permission from both parties like the husband and the wife whatever i could not live with myself sleeping with someone else's spouse mm-hmm that's true. I would, ne I would never be able to sleep again. Um, and then giving up my partner to something like that, um, we could add a mass shooting to the list. <laughs> Are you sure you? Because, hey, people that raise the flags, great news. You only have to do half your job again for another week because Chad Daniels went fucking crazy. <laughs> because Chad Daniels got invited to a party he wasn't prepared for. Yeah, there's just, I'm not, uh, that's, 
here's the thing, right? If I was dating someone and they were like, hey, I really want to do this, I'd be like, awesome, you should. And then um, when they got home, then it would just be all their stuff at our place. Because I would have moved completely in the time that they were having sex with that uh, other person. Interesting. 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 I'm just not listening. I know you're not. It's just... I, I know that people... I know some people are listening like, oh, fucking enjoy your life, Chad. I understand I there are people that love this. I'm not judging. I'm not judging anyone that does it, first of all. I'm just saying for me, it is a, it's a hard pass. I don't have the mental capacity and the emotional growth to get through something like that. I just don't. I don't know if and it's, I know that for a fact. I don't know if it's growth, and I don't know that I overly disagree with you. I just We spend a lot of time on this show ramping me up. And I just know that you are emotionally territorial. And so I like to ask you questions. I don't think it's territorial. Well, so territorial let, let is a shitty up, by word. But. Clear, clearly, I was trying to make a joke when I said that I would ha- there'd be a mass shooting. No, that was I w- true. People get to do whatever they Don't back they want. down. You're willing to but shoot a bunch of I'm people. Why am backing off of mass shooting? <laughs> you, I would absolutely. No, it, just, it, would, it would end my guns. relationship. It would end my relationship because, like I said, I don't have the um, whatever it is that people enjoy that shit. I have the opposite of that. I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I hate it so much. And then um, it sits in my brain um, for all of time and rots my brain away. And so I couldn't uh, do that. I would have to say, hey, this relationship is over. uh, It was fun. Thank you so much. But I need to uh, not see your face and not think about this anymore. So to summarize... No guns. To summarize, and then let's move on from this topic, I think. To summarize... You know what? I wasn't supposed to, I wasn't supposed to drink this coffee because it's got ice in it, but I am ready for a drink. To summarize, you think mass shootings are funny and you're willing to commit a mass shooting if somebody looks at your wife wrong or your significant other that's a summary and then we can just move on yeah okay great look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do i even say other than hey (sighs) well that's why they're introducing an all-new bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I will tell you that I was in a situation recently where I thought violence was uh, right around the corner. Okay. I was on an airplane, Minneapolis to San Francisco. I was meeting Olivia a couple days early in Oakland. So my week started on Thursday. I flew out Tuesday. Humongous storm in San Francisco. There were vehicles that had been blown over 
onto their side on the Bay Bridge Ooh. because the winds were 70 miles per hour and sometimes just coming out of nowhere, right? So they were knocking over. I think these things were like box trucks that got, I don't think it was a car, but. So we're all, we're, we're in a holding pattern going over San Francisco for, I'm going to guess 45 minutes, right? And the captain comes on and he goes, hey, you guys, just so you know, um, horrible storm. The winds are crazy in San Francisco right now and we are getting low on fuel. So we are thinking we're going to have to, uh, redirect the flight to Sacramento. And you should have heard these grown-ups, right? We've been given this information. We're running low on fuel and it's too dangerous to land the plane where we are. And these grown-ups are like, oh, fuck this, Sacramento. And I'm just sitting there like, how about we let the people that went to school for this figure it out instead of uh, old crazy who's, you know, got an escort reserved for tonight, but it's only until eight. So he has to get to the hotel. We're like, okay, fucking relax. Sure. So it's, it's kind of like people are yelling at the flight attendants. It was a really? very interesting situation. And th then finally a flight attendant comes on and goes, Hey guys, I'd like to share a story with you. One of the uh, Sac Sa San Francisco airport is officially closed because one of the last flights that went in the turbulence was so harsh that uh, the plane dropped, a flight attendant went up and completely hit their head on the ceiling. And then when the plane went back up, she dropped down and fractured her leg. Oh. So her bone was sticking out of her leg. Oh, fuck. And then you should have, it was like the entire plane went, oh, Sacramento's nice. It was <laughs> so crazy that that story changed everybody's mind. And I was just like, that's what it takes. It takes you potentially compound fracturing your leg to want to go to. A, a, it's not that far away. It's like an hour and a half without traffic. The only problem was when we landed, they go, uh, hey, guys, buses are coming at 10 o'clock to get you. to." And this is like 6 o'clock. They go, they're coming at 10 o'clock to get you to bring you to the San Francisco airport. The problem is from Sacramento, you pass Oakland. Sure. And you have to drive 40 more minutes to get to the San Francisco airport. And then you're coming back to So I was like, fuck, I'm going to go 40 minutes past it. And then I have to go 40 minutes again. So I'm like, I'm just going to try to get a lift. My Let me tell you what happens when you try to get a lift from Sacramento to Oakland. It goes, uh, your ride is coming in seven minutes. And then six minutes later, your ride cancels. I think they get to see where they're bringing you when they get close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody was like, I'm not going to Oakland. By the way, Oakland's great, but it's just far away. So then this guy picks up my, my ride again, and I text him, hey, man, just making sure you know where I'm going. No response. He pulls up, gets out of the car, and he goes, did your flight get diverted? And I go, do you know where I'm going? And he goes, yeah, Oakland, I just saw. And I was like, and you're still okay with that? He goes, yeah, I've had a couple of people ask to go to Oakland and I've canceled because I didn't understand what was going on. But now they know that a flight was diverted. I'd like to help. Oh. And I was like, dude, what? So I get in the car. First of all, it's a white Tesla with white interior. It looked like I was crawling into the head of a stormtrooper. It was unbelievable. Sure. Cool. These Teslas are amazing. So 
We get in. I start talking to him. His name's Sonny. He just graduated. And just wait. He's a, they're cheap enough that you have to drive a lift on the side to afford them. <laughs> well, he just graduated college. So he's waiting to get into uh, for his graduate program sure. to start. And so this is his job. Okay. But he, uh, I have a lot of questions yeah, about since, this scenario. Since they took away the uh, the tax credit, like right when everybody went out and bought them, mm -hmm. and then they took away the tax credit. He told me all about these Teslas. They're pretty fascinating. But so we're getting down there. His favorite comedians are Chris Rock, okay, F uh, Fluffy, Gabriel Igle uh, Iglesias. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, Fluffy Iglesias. Thank you. I, I I know who that. I I just fucked up the name. So Gabriel Iglesias or Fluffy, uh, Chris Rock, and then um, who's the guy from uh, India, uh, uh, but he's Canadian, uh, Russell Peters. Oh, sure. And okay. so so those are his three favorite. And then he was like, uh, you know, he was asking me what I did. And I told him because I can no longer tell people I'm a weatherman. <laughs> this fucking lying thing. So I told him I'm a stand-up comedian. And he was like, uh, of course, hey, I've never heard of you. Should I know you? And I'm like, if those are your three favorite, I don't think so. And then he goes, uh, well, maybe my friends and I will come to the show. And I go, hey, man, here's the deal. I'll put you on a list uh, for tickets. You can come to any show you want. I'm going to put you on every show and we'll reserve a table for you. And then uh, you can come with your friends and it'll be the night will be on me. But my only thing is I'd like you to watch some clips before you come to the show. Because if you like Gabriel Iglesias, he's family friendly. And so it's a little different thing I have mm -hmm. going on. Smart. And um, I checked at the end of the week and those comps were never picked up. Not for one show. So Sonny, if you're listening and I know you're not, <laughs> thank you so much for the ride because you did save my evening and it's okay that you don't think I'm funny. <laughs> no, this is a very long tale to insecurity. Maybe he was just busy. No, I don't think so. How many people, no, I think, I think most people just, I think people don't like to disappoint others. I think there's a plague of unwillingness to just say how you actually feel in a nice non-dickish way. I think people would rather go, yeah, sure. I'll, oh yeah, I'll talk to my friends. We'd love to come out rather than just going, I don't really go to a lot of shows and I'm busy. Yeah. I was just talking to Kelsey about this. She asked me a question and I kind of answered it in a way that I knew wasn't going to be her favorite thing to hear. But I was like, listen, that, that's how I live my life now. I answer it as directly as possible. I give you my exact feelings about it instead of kind of fanning it along like, well, I don't know. I don't know. Let's, I guess we'll just have to see when it gets here. And then all of a sudden it gets there a month later and you're like, well, no, I don't want to do this. This mm -hmm. is fucking dumb. So why wouldn't I just tell you that before instead of give you the the month long, maybe this is going to happen. I just don't. So for me, and by the way, for most of my life, I was the other way where I would, I would just go, no, yeah, that sounds fun. And then hope it fell through <laughs> on someone else's part, right? Sure. Just because I don't want to be the party pooper. But now I'm just like, no, I don't want to do that. That doesn't sound fun to me. And then people are like, oh, well, you're kind of being shitty. It's like, well, I could, yes. But also, you know, right now you need to find someone else to go with. Do you think they're, that they think you're being shitty because that response lands on a spectrum of those type of responses? And the way you're describing it is, I actually think very 
upfront kind but like it's it's the same type of response as like people will categorize their response like i'm just being honest when they're like i don't want to go see that band it fucking sucks and people who listen to it are idiots you're like well that's not that's not saying you don't yeah that's that's, that's added. yeah there's that's right you stacked a little editorialism on top of that <laughs> right like i was in a really bad mood yesterday when we talked mm-hmm. and you were like hey you should check out this of this band Houndmouth," mm-hmm. and i listened and the first like three bars of this song, I was like, well, that's a complete fucking ripoff of Band of Horses, you dirty bitch. Yeah. And then I listened to the uh, the next song and it wasn't even close. It's like bluesy. The guy's voice is lower. And then there's a woman in the band that sings sometimes, which isn't even close to Band of Horses. But that's, I felt like I did that to you yesterday <laughs> where I was like, uh, hey, your suggestion can suck my dick in a sauna, dude. <laughs> I was so grumpy. Yeah, it was, uh, but you got through it. Look at you. You made through it. And now. I did get through it. Oh, guess what else I got through? Go on. I was working in San Francisco mm-hmm. with Ali Sultan, friend of the show. Okay. Very, very funny comedian. Very, very nice dude. And he goes, We had been talking about getting Yemeni food. So he's from Yemen mm-hmm. originally. And we were, had been talking about getting Yemeni food for such a long time. And he goes, uh, I'm going to Oakland to get this food. And I go, Well, Olivia's here. Olivia's boyfriend's here and she's got some college friends in town because it's spring break. So uh, can we all go? And then he goes, let me check. And he goes, I found somewhere way closer. It's in San Francisco. Let's go to that. And I'm like, no problem. So we were getting in the car. Actually, he texted me. He goes, just so you know, it's in the Tenderloin District. So don't walk. Now, the Tenderloin District is, for those that don't know, it is an open air drug market where if you're high on the street or have drugs on you, you don't get arrested. It's more of a giant daycare for high people. It's just cop. They have a street team that walks around to make sure that people aren't choking on their own vomit. Mm -hmm. It is dirty. There's human shit on the sidewalks. And it is, you know where it is, right? Mm -hmm. Because when when you walk one block out of the tenderloin, it's clean. It is completely safe. It's interesting that they keep it all right there. The fact that there's not a fence around the tenderloin is pretty amazing. It's almost like it's an invisible fence. Like in one of those. So we get in there. No, no, no. So so we get in there and it is interesting right away, right? There's people that are screaming at you. We're walking to this restaurant. Olivia's there and she is like, have you ever seen a dog training video where the dog is right on the owner's heel because they're like heel and they come back and they're just like the best dog. Olivia was touching me the whole time. <laughs> like her arm was touching my arm as we were walking and I felt like secret service. So I told these guys on the drive there, I go, I'd love to puff, puff my chest up and yell at somebody today. I think that would be super fun and cathartic for me. But then I realized I was wearing my, lilac lululemon windbreaker so i didn't know how many people would take me too seriously sure so we're walking and then um olivia's friends and boyfriend got there at a different time so they were walking and then mary uh who's this awesome server i mean other things but she works at the club and she meets us there and we're walking down the street to them and they all have their backs completely against the wall 
which is so funny because in the Tenderloin, there are stabbings there all the time, right? Sure. It's like a petty crime yeah. capital. And so their backs are against the wall because it's the only place you can see everybody. It's like when the godfather goes into a restaurant, he has to sit in the corner. So there's no way to attack him From that he can't see. any direction, yeah. Oh, it, it was wonderful. And this place is called Yemeni Kitchen. And it's in this shithole of a neighborhood. We walk in. We have eight people with us. There are two tables. One is an eight top and one is a two top. And I'm like, dude, this is as serendipitous as it gets. So we sit down and all it's it's so great. So Ali starts talking to this guy, Abdul. He's the chef and he's the owner. And they're speaking Arabic back and forth. And uh, it's Ramadan. And so it was it was just such a fun day to be there because he had all these different treats for the end of Ramadan. And uh, he made us this food. Dude, I'm telling you, I didn't know food could have so much flavor. Sure. I could dump a million spices on a chicken breast and not come close to what this food tasted like. It was so fucking good. I'm telling you, if you're in San Francisco ever, it is worth going down to see the tenderloin. Bring your children. Give them the don't do drugs talk on the walk to Yemeni Kitchen. Because there's a man there with a Coke thumbnail so long, he could cut you from a block away. It was fucking wild. We saw somebody that was passed out in front of a door, someone's door, and the person of the place couldn't get out of their door because of the person that was passed out in front. And she just looked at us and goes, this bitch is dying right on my steps. (laughs) And then shut the door. And we were like, tenderloin! We're going to get some Yemeni food, but it was the, it was, I think this is some of the best food I've ever had. So I'm saying it's worth it if you're in San Francisco to go to this place. Chef Abdul, I mean, he treats you like you're a guest in his own home and it's, it's wild. Just keep your back to the wall. I think if you're the prudent thing to do is if you have a teenager that's turning 16, instead of making him carry a bowling ball out to the car every day. Take them on a take them on a before their sixteenth birthday trip to the tenderloin, get some Yemeni food, and that'll it won't be sexual, but I bet if you're like, you do this, you drop them off at the beginning of the tenderloin and be like, I'm gonna go get us a table, I'll see you there, and if they can homeward bound their way to the restaurant by that point they'll get home, and their girlfriend will be like, do you want to make out? And they're like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do anything. I'm gonna I'm gonna go home. And make every right choice I've ever made. <laughs> yeah, it would be you drop them off and they finally get to the restaurant and it's a whole new version of Naked and Afraid. Yeah. Because <laughs> they are. And let their fingers point the blame Some would work the docks Down by the river Things well they spent All their money On various things Where did all the workmen go? Sure
If you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.